to go. You ready? Yeah, I think so. Yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Animo. <laughs> and <laughs> we're we're rolling with that. Welcome to the Animo. <laughs> We why use big word when few word do trick? Oh, that uh, man, I've been getting more tongue tied lately. Sorry, no, we're just things are. If you if you've listened to any recent episodes, you know that our fucking podcast room is falling apart. <laughs> Everything falls all the time. Um, recent, most recently, our uh, our precious Madara figure decided that his people needed him, and he just kind of jumped off of the bookshelf and was yeah. like, "I gotta go." He keeps losing his right arm. Well, it's actually his left arm. Yeah, and it's like Jesus Christ, the reanimation reanimation jutsu isn't working. I it, guess it's so. wearing off. Call Orochimaru. We need him real quick, and then tell him to fuck off again. But yes, uh, welcome everybody to the Anime Brothers podcast. I can do that clearly now. Um, I'm host JD, and I'm here with uh, the life saving Earthworm the Mighty. How are you today? I don't know if I'd call myself life saving. That's a lot of pressure. <laughs> but uh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. I'm happy to be inside. Because, uh, you know, as, as as we've been... Oh, we're going to talk about the weather again, yeah, like some I, old people? It's fucking hot out, man. Like, I've just had it. Dude, I'm, it's record-breaking. I'm going to say it. Everybody should know this. Everyone's feeling the heat. This is so bad, dude. Like <laughs> It's so bad. I, I hate it. I hate it. Like, I hate being cold. Don't get me the fuck wrong. But, like, quite literally, if the up. difference right now keep is bundling up. my car has heat. My yeah. car doesn't have fucking AC. Yeah, yeah I know. A, a year ago, I was complaining about my car not having AC. Here we are. It still yeah. doesn't. It's got to get through one more summer. Well, one more summer. We'll get it next year. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's just been absolutely miserable out. So being inside where uh, it's temperature controlled has just been wonderful. Yeah. And, Keeping you know, the podcast room a little bit. Uh, it's it's not bad in here. Bad. After about an hour, it's probably going to get rough. Um, yeah. This is not the most temperature-controlled room. Your boy's going to get nice and sweaty halfway into this topic today. But I can think of worse things. You know, I can think yeah. of worse fucking things because it's cool enough now. We got some fans going. Again, if you have the the ear of a fucking gray wolf, then you can probably hear it. But uh, I apologize. But we, we got to... We got to have some like comfort, you know, some quality of life in here. Oh, exactly. You have like three different types of liquids right now. I do. Going I have from worst to best. I have a water, a Propel flavored water, and a fucking Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just going Coke. It's weird, man, because like I was talking to you about this earlier, but I can drink all the water in the world, but like I will not feel refreshed until I like crack a Pepsi or a Mountain Dew <laughs> sometimes. And it's like, why? Why? I need my three levels. That's yeah, <laughs> that's it. I need seven different kinds of smoke, bro. Yeah, exactly. Um, no, so uh, the topic today uh, was kind of your idea. Yeah. Um, it was more of like how our, uh, what is it, our likes, our dislikes of anime have changed. Yeah, like our, how our taste in anime has changed mm-hmm. in the uh, two and a half years we've been doing the podcast. I mean, it, it, if you've been a longtime listener, I'm sure you know, and you can probably pinpoint some of the stuff for yourself. But uh, I don't know, anime, it's, it's an adventure. That's kind of our, our little shtick here is we want to yeah. uncover different things. We want to find out what genres we like. We want to see all the anime that we can and that we're interested in. Mm-hmm. And like I just the more you uncover, like the more at least for me especially, the more my taste has changed. Like I'm a completely different anime consumer than I was when we started Absolutely. the fucking podcast. So I just thought it would be a cool discussion. And I'd like to hear if you think I've like changed because I like I I don't think I'd like to, but we'll get to that uh later on. Yeah, anyway. we'll talk about that. Uh, but beforehand, of course, there's probably been some things we've done. We've been dealing with the heat. Uh, how is things going around not anime-related? Good. Uh, good. I haven't. I've pretty much Pokemon cards as far as non-anime-related stuff goes. Yeah. They, uh, we, uh, me and the boys bought a couple booster boxes. Yeah. Or, uh, we bought a booster box each. Opened those up last night, so that was really fun. Mm-hmm. 
kind of the uh, the pinnacle of opening cards. You just get 30 fucking six packs <laughs> and you just go to town. And then shouts out to our boy Robbie because uh, you get online code cards for the online game for every pack. Yeah. And uh, we ended up like just through others we had collected. We had 80 something a piece. Packs? 80 something on- code cards for online packs. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you cash them in? We did. It was a lot easier for me because they have a QR code, and I have a webcam on my laptop. Oh. So I just, you know, hold up 81 cards, and, and we're good to go. It sucks, but we're fine. But shouts out to Rob, who does not have a webcam. He types them in. He has to type in, like, the 13-digit code. Oh. He did, like, all 87 of them last night, so, <laughs> like, my boy. That's when you look at the screen, and you're like, I'm time for bed. Oh, dude, like, like my fucking elbows... My tendonitis starts to flare up when I do too much shit like that. Like my keyboard's not set up ergonomically at all. No, so it's way I don't worse. think they, they're meant. Yeah. But then you like got to go over to the mouse, and it's just that little move. Mm, I would drive my. I would walk into the fucking ocean, bro. Like <laughs> that's never to be seen again. And you have to walk a long distance to the ocean. Yeah, yeah. Just. But you're gonna do it. Take me. Let the tide take me, brother. Um. So yeah, but you said you had something to mention about. Uh, once again, had to do with Pokemon. Oh, yeah, no, uh, for anybody who even can, I don't know, it's, it's kind of anime related, but uh, I have a deck build that I'm working on, I'm yep. still ironing out the kinks, I have most of the cards I need online, but it is the rumbling deck. Ooh, from Attack on Attack Titan? Attack on Titan, that's all we'll say in case you haven't watched it, um, but yeah, it is <laughs> It is based off of Machamp and Machamp VMAX, which <laughs> is essentially a hundred foot tall Machamp. That's just ridiculous. And let's just say, if a hundred foot tall Machamp does not qualify as a colossal titan, I I don't know what nope. does. I think it does. So we He's have already got what four arms. Yeah. So this is just colossal titan with more arms. We have four of them in the deck. It's it's the rumbling. Yep. So there we go. I like it. And then I have some trainer cards called Boss's Orders that I realized yesterday. <laughs> it's like wow, that fucking fits, man. That sorry, dude. Boss's Orders. I'm not saying no to that guy. Exactly. <laughs> I like it. Yeah, so that's cool. And uh, on anime style, I, I've started watching Hajime no Ippo again. Oh, you're back on the yeah, train? Yeah, yeah. I just got to get it finished. I'm, God, How's I'm it feel? almost done. I'm so fucking close to being done the original series. What, what are you at for episodes? I was at 61 when I picked it back up, and I haven't watched too terribly many more, probably like mm, a handful. So I'm, prob- I'm, I'm getting to 70, and I can feel like they're starting to set the stage for the final fight yep. of, the, of the original series, like the... Epo and, and one of his who's turning out to be like his main rival uh who's currently the champion like they're they're getting ready to fucking go at it they're getting ready to fight they both want to fight they're both like the hard-headed like tough bastard fighters so i'm excited this is going to be a great fucking a great one but for any hajime no Epo fans out there i did just witness the dempsey roll episode oh yeah if you, I've, I've seen those gifts You've seen the Dempsey roll? Yes, I have. Bro, holy fuck, man. That was so cool. So I've been harping. I'm like, man, Epo keeps just getting his ass whooped, and he ends up finding a way to win a fight, you know? And it's like, that's fine. So for... he had to learn to dodge. So event- eventually, like, th- is what I'm getting at is this fight put, like, every complaint I had to fucking rest. It's like, finally, I watched Epo go out. Like, he didn't just starch the dude in a second. But Epo went out. He didn't get fucking punched in the head a thousand times. And eventually, when he found his rhythm... He beat the fuck out of this guy. <coughs> he just beat the absolute fuck out of this guy. He was man. in his own element right and there. That's He's what like, you I've can't been, touch me. That's what I've been waiting for. It's like, Epo, you know how to do all this shit. Like, put the tools, put all the pieces you've learned together and make this puzzle that is fucking boxing. But he, he just couldn't do it. And then finally, 
his coach couldn't fucking be in his corner or whatever for one fight. So here he goes all by himself, had to train by himself, and he figures it out. I'm like, yes, let's go. This is what I'm fucking waiting for. And I also watched um, a character called Takamura beat the shit out of a bear with his bare hands. Oh, that is that. There's a little anime there. That is canon. That happened like it was a full blown like it was. It's like a three minute fight, dude, between oh. this man and a bear. Okay, and he won. I like Takamura. And quick, so it was kind of funny too. Um, you would like Takamura. He's super cocky and like brash, but he's also like whoa, the best whoa, what boxer are you trying in the gym. To say? I what? just think he's a fun character. Okay. Is what I'm yeah. trying to say. And he has a, a pompadour that's kind of drawn shitty, but it makes it that much better. Does he have white hair? No, yeah. no. He's got the, just a regular black then. pompadour. You know, I like me some um, some white hair. You'd like the you'd like the the coach. Fucking one of the best senseis I've seen in anime. Right. He's so good. But either way, so Takamura doesn't kill this bear after he beats the shit out of it because he sees it's got bear cubs. And he's yeah. like, all right, I'll leave you alone. Goes back to the camp where they're all hanging out training. They have bear stew later that night. And one of the old men that owns the camp is like, yeah, I just saw this bear laying down in the middle of the road earlier. So I went and shot it. And fucking Takamura starts crying because it's like it's the bear that and had the And now the cubs, cubs are... And yeah, Bro! Dude, why you gotta do that? But then he goes. That's, we went from boxing to this. But it's it's damn. But he's crying this, and he's so mad that he killed this bear. And then he's like, "No, we have to eat it. That's the only way to honor its memory. Is eat every last bit." And he's bawling his eyes out while shoving this like bear stew in his mouth. Hajime no Ippo's funny is what I'm getting at. Like it, well, it is a yeah, funny Yeah, but anime. that's more sad, dude. The poor bear, like in the family. It's like oh, Bambi, that, dude. It was rough. It was definitely like damn. You're smiling. <laughs> but it was fu- it was for a funny scene. Like, yeah, all right. Know. Well, I mean, it was good, but dude, that actually hit me because I'm like, I thought we we're talking about boxing over <laughs> here, and now this guy's fighting a bear and it dies. Yeah, I mean what, he what didn't, you... <laughs> it's, it's it's a wild ride, bro. But either way, yeah. I watched a man fight a bear. Well, that's that's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. But I did watch, you know, in Baki. Man fight an elephant mammoth. So I mean that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Can't beat that. No. <laughs> um, yeah, so anything else anime wise, or is it mostly just that? No, it's been pretty much just Hajime no Ippo. Yep. Um I can mm. No, talked about the Pokemon the first movie last week. We don't need to talk about my emotions again. <laughs> yep. Yeah, no, it's been Ippo and Pokemon cards. That that's my life, baby. Well, I've watched a couple more episodes of Bleach. I'm at episode thirty six. Okay. So but it's still a slow going. Um I hit up on the Discord. I wanted to watch Kingdom. I've been getting the real I saw that. urge to, to I do saw that. that. And then um, our, one of our Discord members that have been here for a long time, Frost, was like, no, you probably shouldn't do too long, long anime. I've been there. It's, it's daunting. And I get it, but it's like I just want to poke in and out. And it seems like right now the more historical like drama yeah. type of fighting type of anime is what I'm wanting. And Bleach is good, but it's like I... It takes a while to get there. Yeah. And that, that's what I'm wondering. But I think the good thing about Kingdom is is it came out uh, late enough to where it's broken up into seasons. Yeah, yeah. So you do have like built-in stopping points. I think there's points. four seasons. So. I think they're either in the middle of one right now or just finished one. Right. But recently, uh, I think the fourth season was just airing. And I mean... But you know, right I, at, I like warrior-type kingdom it's stuff. It's Chinese yeah. historical, uh, historical drama. Yeah. Uh, drama, and it's not Three Kingdoms period China, no. but it might be cool to kind of delve, I, I think. Kind of like Vinland Saga, you know, delve into of. a time period and all that stuff. Yeah, and, and who knows? If it's after Three Kingdoms period, then maybe they'll make some references to like other strategies or something, and you're a fucking encyclopedia for that, so you'll pick up on those references. Yeah. And either way, it'd be cool to like learn... 
to finally delve into another part of Chinese history. But I'm into Bleach, where I'm like yeah. heavily getting involved into the the Soul Society arc, and already I've heard of Aizen, but this you know spoilers for Bleach that's been out since 2004, um, was just found like skewered, like stabbed in the back. Oh good. From, and he's supposed to be this high level Soul Society guy, and he's dead now. And so there's like hidden agendas going on within the Soul Society, trying to you know take each other out from underneath. So it's like, okay, but I swear to God, I know Aizen's not dead. So it's like, because of spoilers, I'm just like, but I'm also involved in it. So maybe I'll get to Kingdom after I finish Bleach. Maybe I won't be able to finish Bleach, but I think I have to go a little farther because uh, it's got some interesting themes going sure. on. Sure, so. sure. Yeah, I'm just in a tough spot when it comes to I feel to like that. you have to at least, like, from what I've heard, I don't know the details, but like the Aizen arc or whatever, like there's yeah. a... There's a part where Bleach is like really, really, really good story wise, and then it, yeah. I, it kind of falls off from from what popular culture has told me. Yeah. So maybe you just got to get to that point and then be like, eh, "I'm good with Bleach for now. That was that was wonderful. We're gonna move on. I'm gonna take a break. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, yeah, really, it's been that, and I'm about to finish volume 37 of One Piece in the manga. That has actually been picking up speed for me. Uh, maybe it's because I'm also liking once in a while just sitting down. And reading and stop getting on like computers, screens. And, yep. I don't know. Do something a little different. Calm. Yeah, it's more calming, and I can go at my pace. And if you go at the right pace, you can get go go quickly. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. Uh, probably looking at doing some more One Piece, ordering some more of those. So, Hell yeah. And we got another figure rolling in that will be into the podcast room. Unfortunately, I'll have to show it on Discord because we don't have video yet. Yeah, no, we're getting there. We're getting there. Speaking of that, though, if you really feel like, shit, man, I really want to see this this stuff. I want to see these guys on video. There's one way to expedite the process, um, and we've been asking people for a few weeks now, but we're trying to get to 100 Spotify ratings. We are trying to get to that uh, prestigious three-digit ratings. Uh, it gives you your podcast a wicked boost. So please, if you are a Spotify listener or if you use Spotify for music and listen to podcasts on other platforms, perhaps, maybe go over. I think you have to listen to like 30 seconds of, of yeah, this show before you can long. rate them. But please, if you can find it in your heart to give us a quick five-star rating on Spotify, that would be fucking phenomenal. Yeah, we're actually at 78 now. 78 ratings, so we only need 22 more. It's been steadily rising, so we appreciate everyone that's given us a rating. True. It just and, helps us move forward. And I say video uh, because if we get there, if we get to 100 ratings before March of this uh, 2023, this upcoming year, we uh, we will have our first video, and I will dress up in a ridiculous cosplay. I've already gotten some submissions for the cosplay. Some that you probably can't do. Some, you know what? Maybe it, you can, but I can't it's go, a little too much. I can't go outside of community guidelines and standards. Yeah. But also, like, I can, like, hey, I can wear, like, a pair of shorts if I have to or something. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm under you got some booty my shorts. bottom You're half good. is under the table, so it's you like, we can we can make this work. We'll get, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> if you really want to see us on video and you want that video to be me dressed up in some just absolutely ridiculous cosplay, you know what to do. Go to Spotify, give us a five-star rating, get us to 100, and, and then we'll work it from there. There we go. So, uh, yeah, th- you know, you took over for that. Thank you. I got you. <laughs> I got you. That was uh, a good segue. I saw I saw my opportunity. You and know I took what? It. That was a perfect right there for you. So I think it's time to get to the topic because this is more of like a broad discussion thing anyway with uh, how our anime things have changed and all that stuff. Yeah, like how our tastes have changed. Like we both um, came in as shonen schmucks two yep. and a half years ago starting this podcast. We thought... We were niche and cool and underground for liking Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Um, because we had never seen it in a Hot Topic or a Spencer's or a Newberry Comics before. Fast forward two years and ho ho, bitch, it's here. <laughs> yeah. When I went to the uh, the mall in uh, New Hampshire. Yeah. I had never been there. 
every store, my wife's walking in. She's like, oh my God, I remember when this used to be the place for like band shirts yep. and Harry Potter and stuff, like all this stuff. She's like, now all I'm seeing is anime. And I'm like, I'm glad it's finally happening. Yeah. Like I'm just so, I, even though you'll see like basically the stereotypical anime, I'm just glad to see it in the forefront. It is everywhere now. Uh, Hunter Hunter, Demon Slayer, My Hero Academia, Naruto, yeah. it's all there. It's great, dude. I remember back in the day when it's like Yuri on Ice just kind of like poked its way into the yep. mainstream and everybody was like, whoa. <sighs> and you'd get like Yuri on Ice Funko Pops for the next five years just stuffed on the shelves. Yep. And I even grew to like hate Yuri on Ice for no good reason because it was an I didn't anime. know that. You hated that? It was just because it was an anime that had merchandise and it wasn't an anime that I'd liked or seen. Oh, so oh. it was like, well, fuck Yuri on Ice. That show sucks. You got to get Hunter Hunter in here, bro. Never even fucking knew what Yuri on Ice is other than, bro, ice skating. This fucking stupid. <laughs> and now I'm like, Mappa and ice skating, that could be good. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I just figured we could kind of run down like who we were when we started the podcast and who we've become and... Kind of try to pinpoint some of the shows that maybe the shows that that started a change or mm. or kind of moments in our anime career where it's like this is when I got like for me this is when I got into romance this is the fucking patient zero and it's yeah. this goddamn show which uh, also I like to compare is that our live like what we do outside of anime is a lot different than how we do our anime changes for me I feel like you found your one constant by the end and me I've just been dabbling all over to find what what works or if it's good or whatnot. So yeah. that's another thing I'd like to expand on as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, everything everything is on the table. But let's just start at the beginning here because let's all just admit, I think it was Shonen. Uh, we, we talk about it, the Shonen schmucks over here. Uh, I'd say it all started with Dragon Ball Z and Yu Yu Hakusho. Oh, yeah. And um, I think that there's just something about Shonen, but have you been losing that Shonen love as much or... I mean, yeah, I think so. I don't know if it's like losing the love, but I got a lot less time for a long-running shonen yeah. that isn't blowing my socks off than I do for a mid to pretty good 12-episode romance. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll sit there and watch- A lot of your romances have been longer than 12, though. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Sure. And maybe it's it's because I've started, you know, watching seasonals kind of makes a difference because you can get in on the ground floor of an anime- and then every, what, six months to a year, you get a new season. So it's a lot easier to keep up with that. Like, if my if I would have started watching My Hero Academia when it first came out, I probably would have been, it would have been a lot easier for me to keep up with it. Because it's like, oh, you know, it's been six months, another... You think you would have? I might have. Yeah. I might have, but it, it's just kind of the general concept I'm getting at. Like, um, I think of uh, My Senpai is Annoying, which is a show I don't bring up a lot, but I liked it. I gave it an eight. It was great. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. And I don't think about it a lot. But like when the when the second season comes out, I will be like, yes, I'm, I'm ready. I want to watch it. But hypothetically, if, if that same show I started watching when two seasons were out, who knows? Maybe the maybe the 24 episode binge might get a little old. Yeah. So a lot of our problems have become since we didn't start from the beginning with some of these shonens, we can't just get into them. Yeah. And maybe yeah. that's where I'm running into because I know about like Bleach and all that, what's to come, and I have to go through every episode to get to that point or yeah. something like that. And it's like when I, back in the day, when I when first started getting back into anime, like as I'm watching shows like Hunter x Hunter and stuff, like I, I want to pay attention to every tiny little detail. And I want to be able to go, uh, wait, you know, when we get to episode 84, I want to say, oh, look at that. That's the same fucking scene as episode two or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but there, I've kind of lost a little bit of that. It has to be like a really top tier show. 
Yeah. It has to be something that I am I can see the quality in from the beginning and that has me straight up hooked. But like I don't I Hajime no Ippo, for example, I have not been watching Hajime no Ippo like that. Like this morning I watched some episodes while playing Pokemon online. Okay. On my computer. And I'm just like fucking flipping back and forth when it's my turn, I'll play, and then I'll look over and, and watch Ippo until it's not my turn. So I don't know. It's weird. I wouldn't have done that three years ago. Yeah, I would have, have to be fixated on. Yeah. So maybe that's kind of how I will be watching Shonen in the future, unless it's a really dense, like a an Attack on Titan or a Hunter Hunter. Where so it's if the like a seasonal comes out, it's called Shonen, and we got to watch it. You're probably going to be doing something else and trying to not take it so seriously. I don't know. I guess if for for a seasonal review, it's definitely different because when we review stuff, I yeah. I want to I want to be able to go, hey, episode eighty four, it happened in episode two. Yeah, yeah. I like doing that stuff on the podcast, you know, because it right. it, it makes me feel like it's worthy. I'm worthy to give my opinion on the internet and have people listen to it if I actually like pay attention to shit. Mm-hmm. But with when I'm just watching stuff casually, it's just like, you know, if I miss some fucking little shit in Hajime no Ippo, I'll probably end up watching it again. I'm having a great time, but like I'm here for the boxing fights and I'll get what I can surface level. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's a better thing or not, but like, so the Chainsaw Man obviously is very hype and that's a Shonen, comes out a Shonen Jump. Might be a little bit more brutal. But, like, when that comes out, I'll probably give it, try to give it my full attention. Right. You know what I mean? Because there's been so much praise. Because there's been so much praise, and we're probably going to end up reviewing it just because of sheer fucking popularity. Right. The, the pitchforks would come out if we didn't uh, cover it on a seasonal. Mm-hmm. So, maybe that's it. It's interesting, though, because, yeah. like, I don't gravitate to Shonen like I did. Like, years ago, I was like, oh, Seven Deadly Sins. I heard all about all the cool powers, and it's like, oh, that's cool, and I want to watch it. Mm -hmm. And now it's like I I have so little interest in watching a show like that who, where my interest solely came from, like, different powers in the show. Now I'm like, yeah, that's cool, but if it doesn't have the backbone of, like, solid story or solid characters behind the cool powers, like, I'm going to get bored quickly. I, um... I feel like I've been get hit with that when it came to the latest Demon Slayer. Sure. That you actually gave a nine and liked heavily. Yeah. And I was like, I'm starting to see the, you know, the same kind of like, well, we got to make the main character get there faster. And it's just like all hype, but no backbone. Like you're just saying like character characters. Yeah. Like we always said Demon Slayer, they're great as a four group of characters. But individually, do you really look at like that character carries the show? For a lot, it's a Nosuke. To me, it's not. So what I'm saying is, like, for my show and lately some of the latest ones, if they don't give you that, like, basically um, character development and a good story, I'm just not paying as much attention. Yeah. It's got cool hype fights sure. and shit. That's what I'm feeling with the latest Demon Slayer for me. I'd say with Demon Slayer for Muzan my- is barely involved, so I don't feel that, like, oh, yeah. here's the big threat. Yeah, yeah. It's he's a kid. He's not a kid. He's a woman. I don't know. He's back and forth <laughs> through all these different... What are you doing? The, the effect of the first episode is almost worn off exactly. at this point. Exactly. Yeah, I get that. I, what what I like about Demon Slayer, and this is probably not a good thing, but I, I like that Demon Slayer. It feels like you know how some juice is like one hundred percent real juice, and other juice is like made from concentrate. <laughs> yeah. Demon Slayer feels I love like it. It, it, and this isn't supposed to be a bad thing. No, but Demon yeah. Slayer is juice made from concentrate. It takes everything. It's really, yeah. It, it just takes everything that shonen anime is. It condenses it down and, and takes apart everything that we don't need. Yeah, and Hunter like Hunter, the latest season was only eleven episodes. It was only eleven episodes. It's it was like shit, some dude. super hype fights. It was uh, uh some like not 
new like just a transformation or a new power, but it was like building. Oh, but on there was a so many power ups, so many power ups. Sure. Powers coming out the ass sure. in this one. Sure, and maybe that's. I think that's what I liked about Demon Slayer. It's like, and, maybe, I, and I was like me a little. Bit. I'm like, I want a little bit more story, a little bit, and you know. And, and for me, maybe flip. I just don't feel like I have time for that long. And that's the big. That th- it's time. I get it. Shonen shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm not. I, I say this being a Yu Yu Hakusho stand and knowing that that drug out some shit. If they did a re, Very if they did long, a reboot, yeah. I wouldn't want them to do that. But I appreciate how Demon Slayer is just this fucking condensed concentrate of shonen, and it is. It's this genre exercise of we. We know all the tropes. The tropes are laid out. How to do a shonen anime that's successful is laid out in front of us. We're just going to try to do it good. We're not going to try to do it differently. Yeah, We're just yeah. going to try to do it fucking good. And yeah. I appreciate that. And, and I think that's what's beating My Hero Academia. I yeah, do That's too. why it's a lot better, in my opinion, because the pacing. Like, they make in My Hero stay way too long. They should get to the, the, the real yeah. big shit we want. No, what I do... what so. I. I know you kind of disagree with this, but what I think My Hero does better as far as shonen goes is it... I feel like it's easier to attach to the characters of My Hero. Yeah, I don't have any attachment. I think it's the worst at it. Yeah, and maybe it's the school setting. And, and I don't mean as if you can like it, and I'm no disrespect to anyone that's a big My Hero fan. I've just It's faded out from me, and maybe because I didn't start from the beginning. Sure. But I think they had something in the first two to th- almost three seasons, and then they just said, let's keep it in the same year. A quick for, aside, so, yeah. like uh, to talk about my hero for a minute. For me, it's the fact that they've been on the cusp of greatness so many times. Yeah, and I feel yeah. like they've really dropped the ball. Yeah, and it's just kind of annoying. And again, it's it's not a bad show. I don't think it's. I don't even think for me personally, it's a bad show. It's just, am I going to keep investing my time into this for what I think is is very mid mediocre? Yeah, yeah. I that and that's where it comes into play. Like Demon Slayer. Yeah, the show, the the story, the plot line. Not doing anything crazy. It's not gonna yeah. M Night Shyamalan blow your fucking brains out at the end, but it's a fun time and it's it's that shonen concentrate pumped right into your veins. It's hype, it's fun, it's cool battles, and it's pretty animation. Right. Like that's what we're fucking here for, baby. So uh just to jump a little bit out of the shonen sphere, because like we were that for the longest time. Oh yeah. And I guess you have sprinkles of it. What about the sports type of genre? I feel like because that's when we leaned into the high coming off of shonen into sports a little sports bit. Sports is hit, but it was just me. one. Yeah, I think I like the shonen aspect of sports more than I like the sports anime. Yeah, like what I liked most about high is the fact that it's teaching me how to play volleyball. It mm-hmm. teaches me all the positions, and it has that the coach is going to talk over the kids playing that fucking over montage bullshit, the fucking monologue shit that some people hate. That's what I love. About high because I'm and learning the way of the wall, uh, volleyball. Exactly, and like you're right, some some monologues and some flashbacks are annoying and useless and poorly poorly placed. But when for me, when it teaches me something, I don't mind exposition dumps like that. And I I think in a sport like that's how if you ask somebody how do you play volleyball, that's probably how they're going to tell you. They're going to sit down and explain it to you as over much as a long they... period, of course. Yeah, but yeah. And, and but maybe if you're in a fist fight, you're not going to go. How did you do that move? And then stand there for <laughs> ten minutes while the guy tells you. Okay, that that's a little more out of the realm. But like uh, we watched Ayoshi recently, and that didn't that just didn't hit it for me. Like it was yeah. fine, but it he's I, learning the basics. And I don't know. Maybe it's because it's more about the the drama of the sport. Maybe it's because I don't care about soccer. But I also to to. My defense, I didn't care about volleyball before I started watching Haikyuu, and now I'm 
again, I don't. Here's the thing, though. We did it. have a touch of volleyball here and there. A little we bit. played volleyball before. We never ever said let's play soccer. No, and I'm terrible. Like I just my my foot coordination and the dribbling. I granted I've never practiced, but I've also like I'm one of those guys. that's like to start practicing something, I need to be a little good at it first. So. Yeah. But yeah, sports anime is hit or miss with me, man. Yeah, like, like it's I really have Corco's basketball, which is definitely an over the top type of way. Definitely more shown in. That's probably why I like it. Like I did. It's not all sports. But yeah, we didn't stay very long in the sports category. I think we you, haven't done it justice. So. You seem to have more of an aptitude for sports anime than I do. Yeah. But you're also like, to be fair, in our personal lives, you still seem to follow team sports more. I have kind oh, of. Oh yeah. I've really grown out of the team sports thing. Like, I still yeah. like MMA, and I'll, I'll be playing fantasy football this year, but we even talked about it before. I'm like, I just don't have the same drive. Like, I'm listening. Moving on to the next thing, yeah. I'm thinking about, like, sports stats, and I'm like, do I care nearly as much as I used to? No, not even fucking close. I used to love stats. Touchdowns, yards, all that shit. Just looking at numbers, so much fun. Mm-hmm. Now I'm like, it's, it just doesn't hit for me anymore. Well, you're looking at numbers on Pokemon cards now. Exactly. <laughs> you you got to move to another. It's, it's, I just moved that to like yeah. a different thing. But yeah. like, I'm, I don't know. So maybe that has something to do with why you've kept to the affinity of uh, you've you've enjoyed more sports anime than I I'm do. I'm just a competitive type of guy. And that, I like competition. I like athleticism. Yep. I like to play sports still. Hence why I like Haikyuu still. I, I have a jersey right here and I'm going to wear it. My first volleyball sure. game. Uh, fucking right i'm gonna fly high i'm gonna spike in your eye yeah that was good hey remember i'm the only one uh, officially to get a block oh yeah you were so pumped about that bro i was i was fucking suki bro fucking (laughs) Uh, everyone's like dude we're still down 10 points and you're like you don't get it bro i just blocked my homie man like (laughs) um but yeah so i definitely yeah i I stick to it because i still like seeing it in anime form sure but like on the other side of that coin and um not this is anything new for me but i've been watching like hajime no ipo yeah which which is is boxing so it's still technically a sports anime but it's more about the single competitor and it's about and i watch baki that's realistic yeah (laughs) but still like baki's cool you know it's kind of that uh misty it brings back that mystique of like the Gracie challenge and like the underground fights where it's yeah. like, man, anything goes, no hold. Oh, they're doing barred. some fucked up, like Yeah. I like, mean, even though it's like over the top, a lot of the moves and what they use for like kicking and punching and takedowns are real takedowns. Oh, yeah, you know? they just don't yeah. crack you can't like shoot somebody in the face and have them like block it with their skull because they found a way to compress or their bite skull. up bullets. You can't yeah. eat bullets. It's yeah, not... that shit doesn't but that's kind of off the point. Yeah. But like I've I haven't been into the team sports anime, but I've been very much into like I've I've been harping for a while. I want an MMA anime, but if you if there are more quality boxing anime out there, and I know there are, like I want to go find them. I want to see more Hajime no Ippos. I want to watch a guy climb the ranks and and do fights. Unfortunately, like boxing is not my favorite combat sport because it's only punching. Punching, so, yeah. Again, like can I get some like jujitsu anime can i get a fucking uh, an mma anime something i know something will come ken Gung asher is out there but it's full cgi and yeah it's kinda, I, I didn't it's like not it. new full cgi either it's it's like 2000 it's what, a little six older it's full older. cgi it's yeah. <laughs> maybe i'm probably completely wrong on that date but you know well i'm looking through some of my things where when i left for shonen and i'm too all over the place so we'll touch more on where you started landing okay uh, because the sports shonen wasn't a big one, but let's talk about the romance slice of life categories. All right, yeah, let's do it. I think it was halfway into our second year or our first year because you you quickly went down that path, and I feel like you really had a foothold there, and that eventually catapulted you to moe uh, because yeah. it started romance slice of life, and then it went to like moe stuff you found interest. So what was it like 
halfway into the first year or halfway it wasn't into the very, second year? It wasn't very long. So it, it was the first year then. Just to give some context, and I know we've talked about this before, but look, for when we started anime and got into the podcast, we de- definitely had an air of like, we don't, we're not interested in slice of life or romance anime. It's like I even said it. Why would I watch that when I can just watch that in live action? I say it all the time. Yeah, it's literally reality. Yeah, it's just yeah. You're, there's nothing inherently anime about. Mm-hmm. I, I found out that that is in in fact wrong. You know, you have things like My Dress Up Darling and Comey Can't Communicate. Like, you don't have Comey turning into cute chibi cat Comey in live action. Like that just doesn't no. translate. So there are still very much anime specific things that can happen, but. Yeah, I just I had no interest in that. And then the more we learned about the anime community, the more we I'll be honest, from my perspective, it seemed like people who only watched Shonen were less respected, which I don't think that that that's kind of gatekeepery. Yeah, because there's some people that don't watch. They just watch romance or just watch. So the whole point is, is no, it's just not your field. So you can't judge them on their field if, you know, they judge you on your field, you know, stuff like that. And I do understand, like, when something's very precious to you, that's kind of in a niche, you want to protect it to a certain extent. So when you when your coworker comes up to you and says, like, I love anime, I'm the biggest anime fan you'll ever meet. And you're like, oh, yeah, dude. Oh, what have you watched? And he's like, I have watched Naruto, My Hero Academia, Neon Genesis Evangelion, and Dragon Ball Z. And you're like, oh, there's your favorites? It's like, no, that's all of them. It's like, that that can be annoying. No, no, I get that. Because no, because like most part, like our friends, they'll be like, you know, I like anime, but it's mostly then like my buddy Devin will say, I've only watched like Shonen and... Way more casual. So I understand how somebody who's kind of dedicated their life or, or likes everything that the medium has can be frustrated that like anime is not like you don't just watch fucking Naruto. Anime. Yeah, you don't watch anime, anime. Doesn't when somebody's like, "What? That's an anime? It doesn't have any fighting." That I can see can be frustrating. <laughs> that was me, like peak though. Yeah, like we started watching anime. I'm like, Wait, "There's no swinging of yep. weapons. There's it's, no death." It's or, definitely a transition yeah. as an American anime fan who grew up in Toonami, finding out. Oh, that I'm anime... watching even Inuyasha had fighting, so it's yeah. like I'm like even the girly stuff. In my opinion, yeah. I call it girly. It, what... it is a shojo. Yeah, it's. I was like, "Yeah, this isn't that good," but the fighting's cool. Yeah, exactly. That's, that was me. So, so like that's kind of what our mindset was yeah. when we're going into this, and then again, find out that. You know, people want opinions about other anime. Like, you find out anime fans actually like this fucking harem shit, this romance shit, this moe shit. Isekai. It's not just like, oh, with fucking girls and who the fuck would like that? Or some real stupid, like, gatekeeper. Not, like, yeah, not yeah. gatekeeper, but just a real dumb mindset. Yeah, yeah. So I finally was like, all right, well, that's not how this is. Let's give it a shot. I watched um, Your Lie in April. Which maybe yeah, if I watched, you weren't you weren't a big fan of it. I was not a big fan. Maybe if I watched it again, there's which, a lot of things you say you'd watch again. You're never gonna get. To I it. probably <laughs> won't. But I'm saying like there's there is a chance that if I rewatched it, I would like it more. Maybe, but I wasn't super hyped on that. I watched Kids on the Slope, but that wasn't very much a romance. Like it had you know sprinkles of it, but it was really Kaguya-sama that that changed my mind. Changed your life. Really, like, Kaguya-sama was the first romance that I watched that could be definitely con- uh, considered a romance that I was like, this is a good fucking show. Yeah. This is, it got a nine the first season, like, right off the bat. It did take a while. Like, it took until the end of the season for me to get hooked. But I was there. And then we met Danny. We had met Danny previously, but we were, like, working on some guest episodes, and we wanted to have Danny on and kind of school us about what we yeah, don't know. every romance I brought up, I remember. This is when I'm just starting my wee yeah, little adventure. Yeah, this is adventure. all shown in romance. All it was was shown in romance and Sword Art Online's romance. Yeah. And she was just like, what is and wrong with you? The, the, but, hey, that's the point. I was learning. If you haven't listened to it, it's, like, episode 
God, 18, 19, something around there. Yeah, it's early. early stuff. And um, yeah, it was You Don't Know What Love Is featuring Danny from Anime Summit. And she fucking literally came on more so to JD, but she told him like <laughs> almost straight out. Yeah, you have no idea what you're doing here. So she gave. But that's us some, what I expected, you know. Yeah. So she gave us some recommendations. I watched. Um, one, I watched Toradora. Yeah, I watched. And uh, actually, though, it was kind of like you said, for like your life, it's not really the best for me. But do I remember the two main characters? Yes. Did I yeah. find it decent? Yes. Sure. It Just made too an long. impact on you. And yeah. if nothing else, it it opened the door to go. All right, might not have been my favorite show, but I didn't fucking hate watching every second of it. So maybe there's something here. Yeah. And that's kind of like I. She recommended Wolf Girl and Black Prince to me. Um, you didn't like anything but the music, though. No, the music, the, some of the, like, I'm not going to lie, the animation was pretty jank in that um, yeah. the main guy was awful. Like, I hated him. But I will say, if a show makes you hate a character, they're doing something right. And I really liked the main girl. She actually made it on my top 50 anime characters list. Yeah, I think I remember that. Yeah, but she Erica, was like, dude. yeah. She's just a really, a really fucking fun character. But um, again, not my favorite show, but I was like, all right, that was fun. That was cool. So I'd say Kaguya was the first, and then it was Fruits Basket, truly, that that opened my mind to, like, romance it doesn't just have to be funny like there can be like you can be invested in the actual romance let's, let's talk of these about characters. fruits basket for a second sure because i come into i finally watched the first season which some people are interested in the discord you know if i'm going to continue it and i said i'm not in a rush and hearing from you because that's like next to kagi someone really got you more yeah. into romance of the thing i say for me it was it was quite the opposite but this is where you're more and more knowing it's not my category yes but i have something like comey can't communicate which i've ranked high I got sure. a nine. So I'd like to say that um, I can see the appeal of Fruits Basket, but I'm just so surprised that it was one that really uh, was your almost one of your favorites. Like Kaguya-sama I get. Yeah, Kaguya-sama Fruits Basket, I was surprised actually a little bit. I wouldn't, I don't know if surprised is the right word I would use, but yeah, it's just really, I mean, it's a very character heavy show. It's, it's very melodramatic and I just, I liked it. Yeah. I liked the, I mean, the romance almost feels secondary. Like, you've seen the first season, and there is this kind of budding love triangle. I could see it coming. But it's almost know? like the audience is some of the only people that can see it, because Toru isn't like, she's not, which one yeah. am I going to pick? And She's it, not thinking like that, yeah. And the, the While guy, the two guys are. Kind of, but they're still very subtle about it. Like, Kyo's not like, he's like, I can't think of her that way, because he's a fucking tsundere and isn't allowed to. And Yuki's like, I'm too broken to love. Yes. So, well, look, you're perfectly describing it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Fruits Basket in a fucking nutshell. That's, yeah. that's So why what, does it hit so well? I think because it was done well. I think I okay. like the characters a lot. Like, every character. I will. I won't lie. I like most of the characters. Like I said, I think it's good dubbing too. In yep. my opinion, yes, the but, dubbing is phenomenal. Yeah. It's really if you're like us and like that old tsunami shit. Like this is Yu Yu Hakusho in a romance. Like all the it's voice Justin actors Cook's are there. In, like when Justin Cook's there, that means something. You know? Some of the best voice performance from Christopher Sabat I've ever heard. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, I think just Fruits Basket did it so well, and it. I, I the characters are all wonderful. Like every single character has their kind of shtick or whatever, but they never feel. I've used this word before, and you gave me shit for it, but I, they never feel flanderized. Ooh, yeah, like I do remember they, they flanderized. Just, they fucking and they have this one shtick, and that's it. They feel true to their character, and I was just very invested in the in the drama. I think what really got me with Fruits Basket wasn't even so much the romance; it was the, it's just the trauma that these characters went through. It felt real. And it wasn't so much like a, 
Like, Naruto's the big example of the tragic backstory. Pain was abandoned, and then abandoned again by his master, and then abandoned again by everybody who ever loved him. And It's not quite as, like, mellowed, but everybody's got shit that's, it's like... It's pretty melodramatic. Everybody's yeah. got shit that they're fucking dealing with, and it doesn't always have and to do with, like, a, a fucking, they murdered my clan, and I must get revenge. It's just like, man, I'm fucking sad. And I think Toru is a little too... She's bubbly as fuck. Way too bubbly and way too, like, everything bad that happens, she's able to always find the best in everything. Yeah. No, but I, I know there's supposed to be a once-in-a-million character, but it's just so, like, yeah, right. Eventually, you will have a moment. Two things. But, uh, one, I, I did, I appreciated that about her. I thought she was I know, and that's what larger-than-life characters do, but it's, you can see why someone would be, I, I, I don't like that I can see why character. someone would be turned off, but um, it's... A lot, uh, heavy in the second season, and I think it goes into the third, but you find out there's, like, an actual, like, psychological reason why she is this. Oh, she has something wrong with her brain? Could not, like, she's not, like, neurodivergent. She doesn't have, like, a, a disorder or anything like that. It's just kind of goes back to it, trauma, and, like, there are reasons that people do the things that they do. It's, and there's a reason that she is this bright, peppy, always looking on the bright side person. It's not just because necessarily that's who she is. Like there, yeah. Are, if you're getting it that way, it's kind of the same thing. Like what, simple as a shonen Naruto did sure. about when you're pretty much isolated, exactly. and all by yourself. And you so yeah, if we're getting into that, every character has a reason to go. Th- and Toro probably did have some shit. And I'm yeah. And I'll you, watch the second season and eventually probably get it. And there is a little bit of her. You, she starts to kind of crack. Because she is this positive, oh, nothing. I'm not gonna lie. That's me. what I at least expect to see. Yeah, that that, imp- that wall is gonna come down. My thought exactly so. when I finished season one, I'm like, I can see the writing on the wall. Like this poor girl is putting everybody else's problems on her back. Right. That she's going to break at some point. So yeah, yeah. I mean, Fr- Fruits Basket was really like, it was just great. But it's funny because it is the romance that kind of like kicked off this big spree I've been on. But it was almost yeah. the romance feels very secondary until. You get further along in in the series, but like now I'm trying to think of like other romances that I had watched that were like I was there for the romance specifically, and I just can't think of them in chronological order. But like, yeah, but you don't it, have to think of every single one, you know. But like at this point, like yeah, I'm I'm there very much for the romance in and, in most of these. Like comedy's fun and all, but I would I would take a, a heavier romance and with a little bit of comedy sprinkled in. And then you slowly moved your way to moe in between all that yeah moe i just kind of is that like an off branch of it essentially of slice of life technically it's definitely an it's usually an off branch of slice of life moe i'd say it's not super close to like romance it's just the idea behind moe is is everything's good it is cute and it is fun and it is comforting and you don't have to worry about bad things happening you know there's no drama or there's a little might be a little bit of drama yeah but there's no like high stakes. The world's not going to end. This person's relationship isn't going to blow up. This person's mom isn't going to fucking die. It's none of that bullshit. This sounds know? like a bunch of boringness. I'm just kidding. It, and it but it's like a Kebby sailor uniform. Yes. And stuff like we watched. Kebby was very That moe. was so moe. And I was telling you, like, it looked beautiful. It's it's amazingly yep. done. Boring as all hell. And that's, it, it has nothing going on. And that's yep. where if you do not enjoy watching little girls doing cute things, you're going to find no enjoyment. And with more, or if you like looking at feet, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's a very feet. <laughs> at least the ones anime. I've been watching. But like, I'm less open to everything when it comes to Moe because I did also find a Kebby sailor uniform fairly boring. Right. 
Because so, you were at least watching like Panzoon Tank or whatever like yeah. that, where they're literally shooting tanks, so it's got something it's, behind it. But it's got like a, you might even, that, if I were to suggest a Moe anime to you, it would probably end up being Girls Zoom Panzer, because it does have that like competition, you know? It's almost a sports anime if the sport Using was tank tanks. battles. Yeah. So there's that to get you invested, but that was my first like Moe anime, and that was because Crunchyroll Browser has a random anime button. And so I pressed it, and it was just like, Girls Zoom Panzer, bud. Like, all right, let's fucking go. It's my time. And I had fun. Again, it was very comforting, and I didn't have to worry. Like, it, if the tank got shot, the girls didn't die. There you go. It was like, all right, cool. <laughs> I liked it, though, because, you know, it, I was still coming off of, like, Shodan Heavy. We need big world-ending stakes, or yeah. why am I here? And it's like, oh, oh, they just lost? All right, we'll no, get them cool. next time. That's Yeah, we'll <laughs> get them next year, bro. No oh. worries. So... Moe is more hit or miss for me. Yeah. Like I liked K-On because it's girls in a band, but I'll even admit, like the second season might have might have been too much. I don't know if we needed well, all twenty four episodes season. of yeah. a second season. So Moe is definitely hit or miss for me. But there are very much times in my life where I'm like, I want something comforting. I don't want to worry too much, and I just want to be happy. Yeah. So Moe is perfect for that. It fits a very specific niche. Fair enough. I'll say um, I'd like to put down where I kind of jumped off to from Shonen. Um, and it's hard for me to pinpoint. I'd like to say one of my... Oh, you So were. I was going to say, well, there was one thing that I noticed about you. Oh. Um, since we've right. started the podcast. Yes. And this isn't even like a how a taste have changed. I think it's just you've learned more about yourself. But um, <laughs> so when we started, you were like, I like Isekai. I love the idea of Isekai. Power fantasy, video Escaping games, a world. Yeah, world. Yeah. But I've noticed you haven't watched a lot of Isekais, my man. Like an all No, I hated Rising of the Shield Hero. Rising I didn't hate it. It's just not rough. as good as people made it out to be. Mushuko Tensei was, was like the best one great. I had seen. But that's a good anime. Like Yeah, so I have like fan. my two good ones or three good ones. I still like Sword Art Online, RE0, and then uh, Mushuko Tensei. Yeah. But then Rising of the Shield Hero, uh, is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Because like I did that try one it. too much, though. And that one is kind of like the world is real. He didn't get Isekai'd into yeah. that. So it's... It's kind of different on that aspect. But no, yeah, I just, I haven't really heard any good things. I know, what was it, Overlord? Overlord is a different kind of take on an isekai. He's like a bad guy or whatever. Yeah. So I don't know, but I guess you're right about that. I, I just really haven't found uh, too much to stick around with the isekai genre. I don't know. I don't mind it, but like you've been saying, it's, it's getting a little repetitive because you oh, can yeah. only do so much of a video game. Um, no game, no life. We really liked. That was fun. So but, when it looks like you look at my track record, uh, track record of Isekai, most of them are rated high for me. Yeah. I just don't have many. Yeah. Meaning I pick and choose which ones. And I was hoping Rise Rising of the Shield Hero was going to be on that level. Sure. And it happened to be like next to Is It Wrong to Pick Up Girls in the Dungeon, which yeah. is still on that. But like I really episode. thought when when we were starting to watch more anime, started the podcast, I thought you were going to be end up being one of those trash Isekai guys. Where I it's was like, nah, dude, he's got a big sword and he's powerful and it's just fun to watch. Who cares? Shut your brain off. Who fucking cares? Monkey brain. Here we Which go. Which you can to a certain extent, but you didn't end up being one of those guys who just watches every shitty fucking nope. cookie cutter Isekai. Which again, I don't think is a bad thing. I think it's it's good. You're probably to happy your about taste. that. You're like, thank God. I mean, even if you did, like, it would it, it would open the door for me to watch more trash, shitty isekais with jiggle physics and boring ass protagonists. And like, I'm never gonna watch those myself. So it's like fucking one more way to experience that. Yeah, yeah. But I just thought it was funny because that was kind of again, we, you didn't really know what you were into. You you knew about shonen genre and you knew about isekai, but you were kind of learning what other anime was out there. So you were like, I like isekai because you didn't know more. Yeah. But now, I guess from your own 
words, would you consider yourself a fan of isekai, or would you just say you like good anime, and if it's an isekai, then that's cool? I like to say I'm that one, like, broad spectrum. I'm Kakashi of Naruto, okay? I just copy all the powers. I take in little genres of everything, and if I like it, I'm going to say it's good, hence why I'm, I'm mostly honest. I'm yeah. simple and honest. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, because I can't pinpoint what I am now. What I can say that I've been gravitating to, and I just told you about the kingdom, is I'm liking historical accurate in a way at least the setting i'm liking like sword fights ancient history type of shit that's in anime form yeah um especially with like uh dororo um yeah. and stuff like that like, like period it, pieces. it's got demon stuff but it's period pieces um I, I i'm like talking about the kingdom watch sword of the stranger that was like oh my god i gotta watch more of that shit I don't know. I'm just in watch Vinland Saga. I want to watch that seinen historical type of shit. I'm starting I get to that. think. There was another one I looked at um, that had it's like I was looking up female protagonists that are like the main characters okay. in an ancient period, kind of like Claymore, but not demons, like ancient period yeah. where we get to see a, a female lead. And there is one, and it's very hard to watch, but it was made in like 2006. Okay. I can't remember the name of it, but. So I've been I got them on my plans to watch list and that's where I'm really trying to give my full attention. I'm I'm thinking that's where I'm going to go next and uh so I'd like to say if it's not shonen it's probably more of like the adult shonen of like more historical dramas. <laughs> seinen, aka adult shonen. <laughs> yeah, so I guess well, you, I could still jump around but I I haven't changed and like you said you're just glad I'm not an isekai guy, you know, cuz I don't think I'm an isekai fan. I think I'm just a fan of good anime. Yeah. So I've definitely I've noticed that. And that's something I've been meaning to bring up for a while. I just we never really had an appropriate time where it wasn't Now did I think that you were going to go to uh Romance Slice of Life? No. I did a little. Really? Bit. I could see the interest in your eyes and like you said, you like the over the top type of like drama with relationships because you can't see yourself showing the emotions like that but yeah. you feel it in your heart when you watch it because you're a very emotionally drawn guy right, that's deep a, down inside that's you a good love, observation <laughs> oh I, I have known you for a very long time so you i watch some of these romances and like you you watch me watch sword of the stranger just a hype sword fest and i was getting teary-eyed we're just different we're yeah. wide i feel the emotions of like manliness and you're like she really cares about you bro and you just you turned her down <laughs> You just lost a good one. <laughs> you know, I don't know. It's uh, I kind of could see it coming. But what I didn't expect was the Moe. Yeah. I did not expect the Moe. And like you said, you've kind of realized there's a limit. Yeah, but yeah. I, it's like, very I just selective. don't see him just wanting to watch cute things all the time. But, you know, you've outstanded me. You've actually done a pretty good job with that. Yeah. I, I, again, it goes back to what I said about Shonen. But it's it's nice to not have to have a fucking spreadsheet when you watch an anime <laughs> to keep track of if the this power is, levels is this a plot hole or not like who fucking cares they're playing guitar in a high school band i don't fucking care about there wait are, a minute in that frame she was left-handed why is she right-handed it's like the meme with the guy pointing at his head is like there are no plot holes if you don't have a plot <laughs> <laughs> oh that's good yeah, so I don't know. That's my big. That's one of my biggest observations about you specifically. And then I noticed both of us have gotten significantly less edgy than when we started. We were edgy, huh? Well, not even like we weren't specifically edgy, but I remember you used to say it all the time. And you still have a little bit of this, but you're like, if it doesn't have blood, guts, and fucking cum everywhere, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't say that. Come no, on, you didn't, not the last <laughs> part. But for a while, you were like, I just need a fucking bloody adult anime because you would... You know, you had the fucking Dragon Ball Z Kai's of the world where it's like everything's censored. I'm fucking sick of it. Yeah, yeah. I want it. So I for, also want death to mean something. That could be in a romance slice of life. Like, I'm pretty sure I already know about Fruits Basket and shit like that. 
Like, I haven't even seen exactly what had happened, and I feel that. Death needs to mean something, or if the character was amazing, and then they, you know, you know yeah. they're gone too early. That's all I'm saying. But I guess it's edgy saying I want death, but you need you need there to be meaning or feeling behind it, and that's like the ultimate way to drive emotion. But I don't think you'd so. like a comic or kill style death where it's like no, every other episode no. we have to fill a quota and kill somebody. Yeah, I think you told me to watch it to get my fill and just get yeah, over Yeah, just to finally see, like, you know what? Maybe people don't have to die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just I, I remember for a while, especially before we started the podcast, it was like why we the reason we got so attached to Berserk when we found out who Guts was, it's like, wow, that man has a tragic backstory, and that's some fucked up shit. Gotta watch it. <laughs> Gotta watch Because we, you know, everybody goes through kind of an edgy phase, and I feel like the older you get, the less you like just over-the-top edgy. And for me, the anime that made me realize edge isn't always the best. But I still have it, because like I criticized sure. Taxi because I didn't think it had enough edge for a Quentin Tarantino sure. comparison, you know? Sure, but I think you want, like, a dash of it, but, like... I just need a little more. Sometimes anime goes light. They either like go hard or they're like, you know what? We'll still make it so children can watch. It's like, no, no, no. Yeah. You can find that great that that fine line. Yeah, like one day I think we you need know. to do a forced recommendation of shows where we are pretty sure. Like I want you to watch Mirai Nikki or Future Diary just to oh. see. Like I don't think you're going to like it like it, but it could be fun to maybe like a goof on. So you want to do a more of like we're taking a reach again? Yeah, it'd be kind of like a bad forced recommendations, but bad forced. Rest. Either way, Mirai Nikki and Future Diary, like I, edgy man, fucking blood guts, death battle game, and I was like, yes, this is it, and I watched it, and I was like, that was how many not episodes of that? Very good. It's like twenty six episodes. Oh, oh yeah. I got the perfect anime for you then. Perfect, but it's like. <laughs> It wasn't that, like, Mirai Nikki wasn't, like, that good. Like, I love Yuno Gasai, and I found out I like Yandere's, but also, like, could have lived without seeing that anime. Elfin Lead was very similar. It was, like, just edge for the that sake That was of... edge, and you at the day, you're like, she's naked? I well, <laughs> Best nipples ever drawn in anime still to this day. Um, Redline's pretty close, I'll give you that. that was Redline pretty... was good. But, again, it was, like, one scene, fucking Elfin Lead's, like, we're edgy, so we're going to give you, like, some boobs an episode. <laughs> and I was like, this is awesome, but also I see... I see the problems here. Well, the last thing, because we're getting kind of like pretty much closing out to most of the things we watch, but we also have been discussing this lately. Um, we're starting to find a fascination with like it's quick and easy, but it's also there's some good ones. Movies. We're starting to know it's not like a genre, but we're starting to look at anime movies like, OK, it doesn't have to be a 26, 24 episode or 12 episode show to still get a good story. Yeah. Hence, you like Redline. Uh, we both like Princess Mononoke, stuff like that. I loved Sword of the Stranger. I'm like, we're starting to watch these movies. Even Gellion movie was great. So good. So, um, yeah. I think we just found what to appreciate in movies. Akira, like, we're thinking about watching again because it was yeah. just so good. Like, I saw it on Blu-ray, and I was like, you know what? I could it buy it. Right on Blu-ray, too. Like, <laughs> that's going to look good. That's going to look really good. <laughs> but, like, when you're when you're in that Shonen mind space, and all you want is the new cool power-up, and you're looking for those kind of movies, it's, it's hard to find ones that yeah. mean anything because most of them aren't canon. And that's way worse. Like the Shonen Schmuck and a non-canon power-up do not mix. Because you, then you can't talk about that when you're talking about. Yeah, hardcore. but you remember when he did this? Well, it's not canon, so yeah, you can't but do it. It doesn't fucking count, bitch. So <laughs> shut up. Shut the fuck up. But like, I, I at least for me, I guess I don't want to speak for you too much. But like, when I watch a movie, I go into it with a different mindset than I when I go into it watching a show. Well, that's what like, we had to describe: is that we have to look at the ratings a little differently. Yeah, you're. I feel at, like I was more lenient on movies. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. Be looking at different things. It's not so much the plot, and it's like, is this gonna blow my mind? Like that's a part of it, but like you're looking at the cinematography and the animation, and like, what can you do with this two hours to blow my mind? 
rather than you have the time to write this long form essay and blow my mind. No, you have you mm-hmm. have a fucking a uh, TikTok video here worth of worth of film. Blow my mind with that. Yeah, I I kind of dig it. And you get the crazy over the top animation. Like the animation you get with fucking movies is so no, wonderful. They have more time to put into the budget because it's very uh, constrict down to like two hours or less. Yeah. So yeah, and just sometimes things work better as movies. We've talked about it before, but like you can have too much of a good thing. When when an anime just goes on too long, if Sword of the Stranger was a twenty four episode anime, like it probably wouldn't have been that good. And we haven't done it yet, and I still want to do it. But like the Heaven's Feel movies for the Fate series, the the third technically storyline of it, I'm glad that it's put in movie form three three movies because you get two hours each. It's yep. like it's kind of broken up instead of watching a whole twenty four episodes to yeah. where maybe Unlimited Blade Works was like too long for you at one point, uh, too much because I know like Fate Zero was twenty six. I know you like that one more, but had to give out all the information, so yeah. it needed the more time. Probably Unlimited Blade Works could have cut some time down a little. Maybe I think well, honestly, but, I liked Fate Zero because it was more pretentious than Unlimited Blade Works. Like it was just, also it, edgy. It, it was a little <laughs> bit more edgy, but it was more highbrow, you know. And I yeah, get yeah. that's something that hasn't changed with me. Like the more I don't understand an anime, but kind of understand it, the better I think it is. It's kind of that Evangelion effect where it's like, oh. You didn't understand Neon Genesis Evangelion? Oh, watch this video explaining everything. Peasant. <laughs> I understood every theme. <laughs> right. I get it. I'm kind of pretentious when it comes to that, you know? Do the research after you watch it so you know more than the person that watched it and then explain yeah. to them why they should know. So that's, <laughs> yeah, no, that's something that hasn't changed with me. I do still have a little bit of that smartest guy in the room when yeah. it comes to the anime that I love. Like, oh, yeah, yes, yeah. Akira, 1988, a masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> Oh boy, <laughs> shit. No, but yeah, I just I, I was thinking about it. The movies we even talked about it. Sometimes doing reviews of anime movies, it's just nice, quick, and efficient. And there's some good movies out there. So I don't know. That's why I like to say how our tastes have changed too with that. Yeah, yeah, true. So we haven't brought up the one thing, the the kind of the door that you never, I never thought you'd open. Oh, you want to talk about me? I haven't gone that far, but well, we're about to. You've gone into this some, leads perfectly to what our next, you know, segment will be. Eventually, let's just put it this way: we we all went out the other night, and you went into some strange clubs that you wouldn't know there's a club there unless you knew a guy. The Siscon Club. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So we're we got Siscon September coming up. We'll be reviewing Siscon anime for the entire month. I hope so. You're Earthworms thinking that we're losing a lot of our audience. Well, and you know I, what? If you're listening and you really don't like Siscon September, you should just come for the memories. What I said is I'm terrified <laughs> either way. If we lose li- listeners, that will suck. If we gain listeners, I will also be concerned. <laughs> There's no reason for concern. We're talking about art and it's beautiful. That's but what like, I mean. We're talking about animes here. We're going to have great memories, but guess what? I had to go through a ride in Mecha March. You're going for a ride of Siskon. Fair, but I want to get like <laughs> some I want to get kind of therapisty here. So if I go oh. too deep, let me know, but I want oh, I want to break this. So, you're you're correct me if I'm wrong, but it was Orimo, right? That was your first Siskon anime? Yep. That was the first first one because of the uh, because of um, uh, the anime um, music quiz. Amelia, right? She gave Matt, us the rec- Matt one. It was Matt, over on okay. Otaku Host Club. We did yeah. an anime music quiz. Everybody, I sucked so bad it was fucking embarrassing. I think I did better than you by one. You probably did. I was I was actually very embarrassing that episode. But <laughs> either way, Matt won. He told us to watch Siskon. It changed your life. So it changed your life. I just I'm I'm gonna ask here. Did you let's lay it on the table? Did yeah. You, did you have like an affinity to like? stepsister 
porn before you. I didn't think I did, but yeah, I think I do. So, d- and I'm something... not gonna lie, half the people listen are probably like, oh, I look that shit up all the well, time. Yeah, every if you were lying, it's all make believe, which is weird because I say like everybody's lying if they say they don't like it, but it's not one of my favorite things. So, am yeah. I also lying? I don't you know. You could be. Sometimes you need to open up the door and then realize, is this a possibility? And uh, yeah. Like, you can't scroll through the opening page of fucking Pornhub without seeing my, what are you doing, step bro? She's step, stuck in something else. For some reason, she's in the dryer. I don't know why. So, so I guess what yeah. I'm asking is like, what came first? The fetish or the anime? Well, I think it was probably the fetish. You, do you think? I think it was always there, but I kept it like stuck over there in the corner. So the once anim- a while, I'd open up the lockbox once a month, check in there, yeah. put it back in, then be like, eh. And then all of a sudden, the anime was like, well, we can put a big story. Like, you're going to follow a long story with a lot of sets of characters, and there's going to be a sister and brother involved. And it's like, I actually have, to, I'm like forced to commit time, not get it over in five, 10 minutes, like, you know, some other things, you know? So, like. <laughs> For lack of a better analogy, anime was your incest, the Orimo was your incestuous coming out party. Pretty much, like, but you know I didn't think of it that way. It's you know? okay to be myself. <laughs> I'm going to be me. I don't <laughs> care what anybody says. <laughs> See JD at a uh. fucking Pride Month event. You're like, well, no, no, <laughs> no. Not, you know? No, but you know what? Honestly, and like Matt from Otaku Melancholy will explain it too. We're only childs. He's like, a lot of people will have the fantasies. Maybe they even have siblings and they still look up the porn or whatever, stepsister or whatever. They very well might. But my, my thing is we're only childs. You pretty much grew up alone. You have the fantasy. It's like, well, you, you just have one sitting right there at all time as a joke. But it's like maybe that's the reason why. So I could say mentally you got some disorder in your brain. But when it comes to the anime, I find it interesting. It's fucking hella dramatic because, like, uh, yeah, it's a brother and a sister. Uh, but they're doing adorable, cute things, and they act like girlfriend and boyfriend. They literally do, and you forget for a split second that you're enjoying watching a show about a brother and a sister. And you've even said it. it's like I don't like that. They're that's the point. It's but like that's I think that's the the difference between us is like so when Kirino acts like a mad girlfriend at her brother, you don't for a minute think they're girlfriend and boyfriend. No, what I'm saying it's okay. great, but what it's, I'm saying is like. The the disconnect here is when the fact that they are brother and sister gets brought up, you have two options. <laughs> you have the option to get more or less excited about that fact. Personally, I get a little less excited. I think you get a little, you and like the Matt types get a little, you're it's like, you know It's the taboo. What? It's the kind it, of, I, like, I yeah, understand yeah, yeah. that. Yeah. I completely get it. Like, there's but I also of- like it that they're taking the risk that like people say, it was hard for Oremo to get finished. They had to put the last episodes off offline for people to watch for a simple and i mean we're gonna just say it a simple kiss but it's looks so down upon yet you can go as edgelord as edgelord in most anime with blood guts and rape and stuff like that but if it's brother and sister and they just do a peck in the most probably beautiful looking kind of environment it's like it's that taboo of like yeah i want to i'm more excited for that it's kind of weird it's really weird but maybe that's what it is i'm rebelling against the government I mean, we just took that edginess we were talking about, and you, you, it never left you. You just placed it to a different taboo. Yeah. You're like, ah, I don't need blood and guts anymore. I just need some, some when D- they're literally, matching yeah. DNA, baby. Yep. So, um, no, I don't know. It, it's it's just going to be a ride. 
And I've only watched, I think, like two or three so far. And we're about to watch three more. But like you're forever like in. If I like every one of these, we're going to have to face facts that, yeah, I am a Siskon stan. And that's where I'm going to stay with Matt. (laughs) I feel that. you guys. But also if I go through these and it's like, Jesus, I got too much. Like it's gotten to a point where there's just too much. Then maybe I'll realize I hit my limit. So. Yeah. Yeah. Another thing I was thinking about too. We'll get we'll get off the the Siskon stuff, but um, <laughs> comedy anime. I've definitely changed my tune on comedy anime. I haven't watched a lot. Well, I remember I, you've watched enough. I mean, you just, know what isekai Konosuba. I was gonna say Konosuba, and it's an isekai. Look at that. And then like we we can count the rom coms of like the the Komi can't communicate, Kaguya-sama, My, my Dress Up Darling. Komi can't I think, communicate. It's hilarious. I think they all have enough comedy. Katara lives alone to me made me laugh. Katara lives alone had enough comedy. It was heart wrenching every other minute of the fucking anime. But when it wasn't, it was funny. So what I'm saying is like when I first started watching anime and getting into this podcast, I think I said it a couple times on air, like. I just didn't find anime that funny. I didn't find a comedy anime that legitimately made me laugh out loud. And shouts out to Kaguya-sama, but I will say that was very much a gateway anime for me to to find anime like funny. Not just certain moments, like not not just the moments in the long-running shonens where it, it's some character interaction like in Yu Yu Hakusho, Hie calls or fucking uh, Kuwabara calls Hie short. Hie says he's going to kill Kuwabara. We all laugh, we all have a good time. Not like that, but like every scene, every like this show is here to be funny. That's why it's here, a big reason. And it's doing its part. So like as far as romance and comedy goes, I can I can chalk a lot of this up to Kaguya-sama. Yeah. But now I find like I have grown to find anime style comedy like legitimately funny. Yeah. Like I said it earlier about Epo, but I'm like I laughed out loud this morning at some parts in Epo. Like just it's it's funny to me now yeah mob psycho made me laugh mob quite Psy- a bit see kaguya sama isn't okay funny maybe to me maybe mob psycho mob psycho's good I, jojo's even got comedy jojo's is funny but like reagan dude and his special attacks reagan arataka even okay so if that wasn't before kaguya sama that has definitely made me laugh harder than anything I ever has naruto made me laugh a lot sure my whole journey with Mike like, Guy, Kakashi. That's a long-running shonen. I know. I'm just saying it has comedy bits in it. I've been wanting to watch Jintama. I've heard it's just the longest-going anime just, with comedy. It's <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's just a whole parody. It's a fucking 500-episode <laughs> parody. It's Dude, it's always top 10. And Every people, single one of them. If you've watched Gintama, I feel like you like it. It's like One Piece. You just can't yeah. say bad things about it. <laughs> You're legally not allowed Literally to. Literally everyone that's watched One Piece has to write a document as soon as they get to the halfway point that you are in love with One Piece or you're a lying piece of shit. You sign a non-disclosure <laughs> agreement to say you ha- you can never speak bad about One Piece? I haven't. It's kind of like ridiculous. <laughs> I will find a crack. <laughs> you're sitting in a cafe one day, you know, going, you know... I don't think One Piece is all that. And then you notice a little everyone's red dot. Lo- yeah, everyone's fucking, looking at you. A little red dot goes over your fucking forehead. You're just looking up at it like, uh, I didn't. I, I don't think One Piece is that not godly. God, One Piece is made by God himself. <laughs> it's a sentient. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I, anime's funny now. And I appreciate that. I'm yeah. happy I could find the comedy in the, I could get adjusted to like Japanese comedy because it's, it's definitely different. Like cultural, there's a big cultural difference in comedies. Yeah, and uh, I'm happy. I don't know about you. I don't know if you find as much funny in anime or if it's no. Very, I don't have specific. as much funny. I find like find things cute or like Comey with the cat ears or some funny things like that. Um, Konosuba was the one that hit me the most, and that was just because it was sexual joke after sexual joke, and it's a parody on its own. So it made me think I would like 
uh, Gintama because it's kind of like a parody on Shonen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and since that's like second nature to me, I watch a lot of Shonen. I figured that would be great, but also long running. You know, I've already spread myself thin. But when it comes to the comedy, I just don't laugh as loud. I don't laugh out loud like you do as much to it. Yeah. I definitely laugh and I have good chuckles. But sure. It doesn't drive me. For me, it, it, it what it ends up sounding like is an audible. <laughs> <laughs> good one. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. It's pretty, but that, that counts. That's a laugh out loud. That's true. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there are any other genres we haven't really explored that we've that we've really delved into. Oh, if you don't mind, before yeah, we go like, ahead. No, Do no, I was gonna say before end the show, I was gonna tell you all your outside anime. Oh yeah, things that can... you've changed over the times of the podcast. Yeah, we can go with that. Uh, sorry, everybody, it is <laughs> gonna be a little bit of a shorter episode than normal, but uh, you know, we can't always bust out two two plus hours of of content. And, and well, the thing about our anime viewing is it's kind of stuck to the same spot. Yeah, that that's where I was saying like you've gone around a lot more, but you're starting to find your stride, and I'm starting to do the same thing, but I, I'll check in on whatever someone tells me to check out. Sure. Like, I went through a whole Mecca march, yep. and I've gone through some Meccas, you know, and it's uh, it's life-changing, really. That's another thing. I have kind of, I have a little bit more of an affinity to Meccas than I used to. Thank yeah. you, Gurren Lagan. That was that was the anime and that did that. And at one point, like, Psalm from Anime Summit told me, I'm going to probably check out the Big O, or the other one that's kind of like Gundam yep. um, that uh, she told me to check out. And yeah, well, from our conversation that we had, it sounded like you were going to like the Big O. That was go. the one because you said it's like Batman, and I'm like, well, I yeah, like Batman, okay. So the, the, the it's an older like anime, a negotiator so. type deal, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we'll we'll check it out. But no, what I thought would be funny is that also if 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 everyone's kind of noticed about Earthworm, he goes through months of like his fads, I call it, where he's like, like you said, he got ADHD. He's got to fixate on one thing that brings him enjoyment and like a new challenge or new something to do. It's just, I have to hyper fixate on something. <laughs> I've never been diagnosed with ADHD, but like every time I see anything about it, I'm like, yeah. wow, that is me. Holy fuck. And no lie, it's like just because I've known him for so long and it's like I do care about him, so I always focus on what he does because I'm just like, oh, he's like a little brother. He just. So I quickly, in like a matter of two minutes, I thought of six things right off the bat, like big things he had done for a good month or two or beyond, and then moved on to the next thing. Okay. So uh, I had him here. So are we going chronological order? Well, yeah, I was going to go back to as far as I could think about it. All right, all right. And I think it was like early on during the podcast because you were actually the one that was producing beats for our podcast. Oh, that's right. (laughs) So number six is Lo-Fi Maker, Lo-Fi Beats Maker. The man has came up with the intro that we've uh, outro that we've used now for a very very long time, um, and it hasn't changed. But he was the one creating all that. I'm pretty sure you also gave another lo-fi beat to talking anime at yeah. one point. That was fun, but I'll be honest, like <laughs> it was at, a lot of work. At, well, at a certain point, like you can only fuck with an EQ setting for two yep. hours on every fucking track before you're like, I my brain's gonna melt. I need a break. Exactly. Yeah. So it quickly went into, and this was the time where, like you said, finances were rough a little bit and all that stuff. You were going through your stride. I think it was near the, the winter times, but you were a heavy manga reader. You were starting True. to do, like, even if you didn't have a physical copy, you would go on your iPad or computer and you'd read it online. In a month, I read, like, four manga. You were starting <laughs> to talk about, instead of anime, you were talking about manga you've liked, and it's like, wait, this is an anime discussion. It was That was the thing. So I remember that, and that was, that was kind of hilarious. Um, the next one, and this one, it was definitely... It was in between these two different things, but you were a D&D player. You were a constant, like, I'm GMing. I was, basically, you were buying all the books. Yeah, no, it was um, Call of Cthulhu was the most And that's where, one. yeah, Call of yeah. Cthulhu was a big one. We were still doing the searching. In the middle of that, you were an MMA watcher, vividly. True. 
constantly like starting to look up tips. You were constantly watching fights. You were trying to, you know, get pay-per-view fights. I still keep up on it, but I'll be honest, like I've been we I've been doing a lot of shit on Saturdays yep. and then it's like I forget and then yeah, $75 for a pay-per-view. It's, it's a lot of money. Yeah. Like I People I know, at my work they just do it illegally. Yeah, I I will tell them to give me the motherfucking link cuz oh, I yeah, need I'm gonna it. I have to ask them, yeah. Uh, maybe I need a VPN or something, but like if, I I would I have no issues taking money from yeah, the UFC. Yeah, it's too much. Yeah, yeah, it's too much. I don't give a fuck. But yeah, I, I tried to convince like you and other friends to like Get into it, and I don't. I just it didn't. I work. I like it. I really do. It's just the money was just so. Ridiculous. And the, like your your work schedule, it's like oh we have a pay per view once a month, and oh I'm working this one. Yeah, so can't take it off. Yeah. That sucks. Like well, there goes my guy. <laughs> there goes my. Yeah. Um. So the last two, and this one was almost right after MMA because, like you said, you couldn't find really a video game you were into, and it was like only a, a less than a month or something like that. But Smash Bros. Champion. We did. I did played play a Smash heavy for amount of Smash Bros. Time. And you were challenging people on Discord, and that's when it kind of stopped. It's funny, <laughs> dude. I think about it. I think about it in hindsight, and I, I as fucked up as it is to st- to say, it might. I don't blame Smash, but Smash when I was playing it was not good for my mental health. No, because you get angry. It was so. It was just a bad time. Like I've been in a really good headspace recently. I yeah. think the vitamin D from f- the fucking sun. I think seasonal depression just it hit is, me it's a bad this year. Yeah, but yeah, I think if I played more now, it'd be way better. But like, yeah, dude, just something. It wasn't even that I was losing. It was that I just I felt like I hit a wall and couldn't get any better, and that's just unbelievably frustrating. Yeah. So that was like putting me in a space of like I can never do anything in a bad headspace. So yeah, probably good that I stopped that for a little while. But as you I'll, and now I'll be you've back. gotten to where you are now, and that's a Pokemon trainer. I am. So this blood. is the this one's gone a little longer, which is good. But that's what I mean. That is your next one. We had six lined up right there of uh, the yeah. things you've been into. I might ever. not go as hard on the Pokemon trading card game thing that I am now forever, but I will. I, I think it's going to be something like like MMA that I'm going to keep doing even yeah, yeah. casually because I haven't talked about it much, but I've been playing the online game for like over a year. Yeah. Um, just kind of off and on. I do it a lot when I edit the episode because I need something to do on my fucking laptop. While you're listening, yeah. I can't watch an anime because I can't listen to two different sets of people talk, so I need some sort of game to play. So I've been playing that for a while, so I'm thinking that like this Pokemon thing might not be the worst investment I've ever made. No. Call of Cthulhu was a little iffy. I mean, I have the books if I ever want to start playing <laughs> again, but that didn't quite... Come to fruition. You know, I may be sounding a little stalkerish by knowing all no, these things, I, but that's just how uh, I appreciate that someone. I'm the kill us sometimes on that part. I, I really just watch. I yeah, just pick up things. And I appreciate that someone cares enough about me to to I, pay attention. Your life to those is things. fascinating. I'm glad. I'd love to write a so. documentary about you. I'm glad someone <laughs> thinks so because sometimes I feel like the most boring fucking guy in the world. No, I am the most boring guy. You probably have a more fascinating. <sighs> Maybe, dude. Maybe. No, you are special. <laughs> no, you. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. Hope you guys like that. Uh, we just. Kind of want to just go over everything. Sometimes we watch a lot of anime and we don't even get to talk about the anime too much. True. So this is kind of like a, you know, a nice wide little discussion because we've changed so much yeah. in our genres. And I uh, hope you guys liked it. This is one of those episodes that kind of only works when you have two and a half years in between. You can't do this episode once a month. No, like, no, no. How have my taste changed this month? You know, well, maybe I can because I have that fucking bounce around brain. But <laughs> <laughs> not everybody can. But yeah, if you're a longtime listener, you going back and listen to the the backlog or something, and you notice something that we didn't bring up, and you're like, I, you, th- you guys are not the same. This has changed. Let us know. That's cool. I like, again, it makes me feel good that JD cares enough about me. If a listener out there is like, I have documented all of your taste change throughout the years, 
I wouldn't see that as stalkery. I think that's fucking cool. Maybe a little creepy, but it's cool. Well, well no, no, no. You can be honest if it's I, creepy. Maybe a little bit, but at the same time, it's like the coolness overrides the creepy. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, pretty much what I'm getting at is uh, reach out to us, talk to us, continue this conversation. Tell us how your tastes have changed. Did you start out as a shonen smuck like us and are now a moe madness motherfucker or like what? You like, you like that alliteration? Yeah. But yeah, uh, join join the Discord, uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter, hit us up, let us know, talk to us about anime and other nerdy shit. If you really like the content and you want to help us, uh, help us just make the podcast better, support us monetarily, please uh, go to patreon.com slash animebrotherspodcast and consider subscribing for a dollar a month. You get into everything that we do for patrons, and that's it. And there's an extra episode already out for you. There is an extra episode right now sitting there. Um, if you join up right now, you can listen to it. It is not out to the general public. We, uh, I think, I'm not sure what we're, we're talking about do with delaying it. it, but I'd like it to be out as soon as possible. But I, yeah. I understand. Yeah, <laughs> we're gonna we'll do something with it. But uh, anyway, the, the biggest support you guys can give us is just listening every week and uh, and giving a shit about what we do. So that means the most. All right, so we appreciate it, guys. Thank you for listening to the Anime Brothers Podcast. I am JD, and that is Mr. Earthworm. Yes, sir. And we'll see you in the next episode. Bye, everyone.